We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, we have an update on the big show bet. Do we ever? But we have to get to that a little bit later in the show. Hey, welcome, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. It is Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Turns out losing Travis Kelsey is too much for even the great mighty Andy Reid to overcome in 48 hours. And that was the difference last night. I don't want to hear about Chris Jones not being there. I don't want to hear about any of that. The reason why the Chiefs lost last night is because Travis Kelsey was not on the field and no one else could step up in his absence. The drops, Perloff, were egregious. Every one of those receivers let Patrick Mahomes down last night. I totally disagree. On what part? I think the Chiefs easily could have won that game if Andy Reid was on planet Earth with his play calling. <laughs> oh, now he's I, not the genius. Well, he's a genius in the first 15. That is for sure. Actually, last night, I don't understand. They snatched a win. Or, sorry, they snatched a loss out of the jaws of victory last night. They had that game won at home. Yep. They just refused to do anything that made any sense whatsoever. Okay, yes, not having Kelsey killed them. There's no doubt about it. Not having Chris Jones probably hurt them as well. But still, Andy Reid had to get creative to lose that game. <laughs> he did. I mean, the, the Chiefs kept what driving is he down. Thinking? Second and two is not a desperate situation <laughs> where you can't get a first down for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I think they got so cocky, they assumed there's no way we're going to lose this game at home. When they went up 14-7 and a half, I mean, I think everybody's like, oh, okay, here we go. It's it's the Chiefs thing is happening. I think the Chiefs thought it was happening, and they just got so so cute with their play calling. So arrogant almost. It was not quite the ring around the rosy, but they were still doing trick plays when uh, just a handoff to the right would have won the game. Just simplify the whole thing. You're so right. The direct snap to Blake Bell, hands off to Rashi Rice. Like, why are you doing that stuff? I get why Dan Campbell, while I didn't agree with it, doing the fake punt that early. I mean, I don't want to play the results and not the process here. I was against that in the moment. I'm not even going to pretend like I thought that was a good idea. I thought it was a terrible idea. But I understand if you are the underdog Lions coming in to Kansas City in a hostile environment, you feel like you have to pull out some kind of trick. you got to do something to keep your your team in the game. So I understand it. I never understand when Andy Reid does it. And I'll be honest, for as poorly as the receivers were – for the Kansas City Chiefs, didn't help that your two new tackles also both got dinged for penalties on that final drive. You give the ball to Patrick Mahomes with 2.30 left on the clock in a one-score game, I'm assuming that the Chiefs are winning that game. I thought they were all the way up until the 4th and 25 that somehow they went for. Right. Even the Chiefs, everybody assumed they were going to win. I think the Chiefs assumed they were going to win. 
But the the little things, the points they left on the board, that's not what winning teams do. They no. they obviously had all these opportunities. Here is my probably my biggest problem, and maybe this is something I've, I've never been a head NFL coach. I don't know what you're supposed to do. All of America knew Kadarius Tony had lost his confidence. That was completely clear. Yeah, I mean, so, he kind of deserved to lose so he, his confidence <laughs> after that horrible performance. Yeah, he dropped the ball, and Brian Branch out of Alabama, who I wanted the Eagles to pick, yeah. returned it for a pick six. Don't put Tony back in the game. He's been suffering with a hamstring. Is it a hamstring? Yep. He hasn't practiced much. Don't put him back in the game. So what do you do? You give it to him on a key third down on a jet sweep. Or sorry, it was second and one. Give it to him on a jet sweep. He loses four yards. He did not look sharp with that run at all. Then at the end of the game, yep. the, he drops a pretty good Patrick. Maybe it's a scunch behind him, but he definitely should have had it. Which would have put him in field goal range. Field goal position to win the game. And you shouldn't have had Tony out there. Should have, You have a lot of these middling wide receivers. Throw one of the other guys out there. Wait a minute. Can't have Tony out there. He was like wide receiver one last night or two. MVS had two catches. Like these guys, they didn't have anything. That's why the Kelsey injury was everything. They felt like they couldn't afford to take Tony off the field, even well, though he I, was killing them. No, no, no. Well, they they should have thrown the ball to Sky more and more. They, he was had no catches. Yep, yeah, he didn't throw it to him. They were not three targets, no catches. They were not throwing it to him. They really could have thrown to Justin Watson a lot more. He was really productive. Yeah. Every time they threw it to Noah Gray, something good happened. There was plenty of targets. They just first of all, Mahomes is <laughs> running around like crazy. Yeah. Uh, which was was fun to see. But I think the the game plan just wasn't there. Just hand the ball to Isaiah Pacheco. Just do something simple. On the other hand, and I can't well, believe I'm saying credit to the Lions that. defense. Credit to everything about the Lions. The Lions were the smarter team by far. They took the air out of the ball. Yes, they were going against a Chris Jonesless Chiefs defense. It was interesting to me that they were like, "Well, we'll take three yard, we'll take three yard carries and punt the ball and punt the ball." They just wanted to control yeah. the game. Dan Campbell played coach a really smart game overall. He made some mistakes. But I think he set the tone. That's how you got to beat the Chiefs. You got to slow the, the game down. And Jared Goff, does he ever make mistakes anymore? Like a throw? What's the last time he threw a pick? Is it? Did they say this is ninth game in a row without a pick? He is. I'm sorry, Maggie. He's good. Listen, I'm not saying he's not good, but there was a moment when the Chiefs kicked the field goal and they go up 17-14, and then the Lions go three and out, and I'm like, oh, it's night night time. And then it to the credit. To uh to the Lions, they end up coming back later and scoring a touchdown. But I thought it was over then because that's normally what happens with the Chiefs. Like I you go over, up a score, yeah. then you screw up and go three and out, and then they go night night. I thought it was uh I thought it was basically over fourteen seven at the end of the half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not a game the Chiefs normally blow. But I think the Lions, to their credit, really wanted to keep it close and thought, you know what, the Chiefs are without Kelsey. They're not going to be explosive. So let's play it like we're playing against a mortal offense. And it was the a only thing good long-term strategy. The only thing is about the Lions. I thought, listen, credit to the Lions. I'm not taking anything away from them. This is awesome for a team that had all that hype to go and sneak out of uh, of Kansas City with a win. Like, unbelievable what that does for the team. But I didn't think they were, like, amazing. No, but that's because they never threw the ball in early downs. They were playing really conservative. I mean, they're handing David Montgomery Mr. 3.8 yards per carry from <laughs> formerly the Mr. Bears. Slow and steady. Slow and steady. They they opted not to, you know, I don't understand. I mean, honestly, it's you saw what the Eagles did to that Chiefs secondary. I don't know why the Lions weren't just throwing the ball downfield. But the Lions don't have a lot of outside targets. But they really slowed it. It was all on purpose, I think. They were like, let's make it a close game. Let's not, let's not give Mahomes any time to get rhythm going. It was 
a head scratcher really for the Chiefs. Even if you knew, and we all knew that it was going to be different without Kelsey. And then you have Chris Jones sitting in a suite. Oh. At, in the stadium, which we knew was going to happen because yesterday Carrington Harrison joined us from Kansas City and told us he's going to be in the in the building. But that was almost like taunting the team. Like he's sitting there, he's got the two agents on either side of him both on the phone. It was like Ari Gold might as well have been there from Entourage and just come down, just come down, just get this thing settled and get on the field. It To me, it was like you were taunting your own team. I don't know if you meant mm. it like that, but it felt like you're trolling your own team and fans because you're in the building, you're clearly perfectly healthy, and because of this contract, you're not on the field. Right. I think as a show, we don't knee-jerk like to support ownership over players. Usually, we try to support the players. So we're pro-labor around here. But Chris Jones signed the biggest contract ever for a defensive tackle when he signed it four years ago, and he's due $20 million this year. You have to be in the stands. Let's figure out some <laughs> other way to get a raise here. Well, I think you want to be there because they were like celebrating the Super Bowl team, but it's like... I don't know, maybe something that everyone could have thought about a week ago. It was yeah. just very awkward to have him there, I thought. Um, also, he's, he should be out, He should probably be out there. He's getting, supposed to get paid $20 million. He's costing himself a million a game or something crazy like that. I, I don't totally understand he's dug his in. strategy. He should have he held in and not held out. Uh, whatever it is, his strategy is hurting the team. Uh, did he? And the funny thing is, he looked happy at first, but then they cut to him a couple other times. I think that he's going to rethink this strategy. Well, they're going to need him. They go to Jacksonville yeah, next week. I, th- are gonna th- I don't think you're going to wait till week eight, which he had promised earlier in the offseason. Travis Kelsey is my bigger worry. They said during the game yeah. that he tried yeah. in a pool and didn't have power. When you don't have power in a pool where everything is easy, yeah. is he going to be ready for Jacksonville? Well, 10 days of a layoff, so that works in the Chiefs' favor. And I was very much of the opinion, don't play Kelsey. It's not worth yeah. it. And I'll stand by that, even as brutal and painful as that loss was for the Chiefs last night. I didn't think the receivers would be that bad. How? Like, it... They weren't actually. They weren't that bad. It was he was that bad. Who? Kadarius Tony. Well, Tony was bad, but also like Sky Moore drop balls. Like not they really they all bad. had drops. But yeah, but not. I don't think they were. Tony was the dry. most egregious. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't think there were bad drops except for the Kadarius Tony stuff. I think Mahomes missed a couple of people too. I Mahomes don't think he also was, he was perfect. But they still moved the ball. Well, they had second and two on three straight drives and were shut down on those particular drives because they were getting so fancy and doing these little jet sweeps or doing... You kept the homes under 300 yards. Like, you got to feel great about that. Yeah, because you know why they did how they did that? Because they ran the ball. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's how you stop an opposing quarterback. You run the ball. Maggie, I say that all the time. You do say it all the time. All the time. Even at random times, it makes no sense. (laughs) Like at lunch. You pick up your phone and it's like, run the ball. Like, yeah, huh, is this I, Perla? I'd say the Eagles probably should have done more of that in the Super Bowl. You really have to control the game against the Chiefs. Let me ask you this. We didn't talk about this pre-show. If you did pick the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl, which you did not, you picked the Jags, yep. which is going to look good after they kill the Chiefs in <laughs> week two, would you feel less confident after last night? Yes, definitely. Because it's just, Even though you know it's one week, you know we tend to I know to it's one week, but I don't trust Kadarius Tony anyway, even though he did score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like, I don't yeah. want to act like he's been this total zero. He just has been hurt a lot. He's a pretty eccentric guy, um, and last night was was really bad. But I, I – well, I don't trust – well, listen, now you got to really hope and pray about Kelsey's knee. So, yes, I would be concerned. 
Yeah. That I don't know if they're any closer with Chris Jones. It's like the same things. Do I think that all of a sudden Mahomes, you know, as the season goes on, he's going to get more chemistry with the, the receivers? Like, sure, everyone still is pretty young as far as, like, in the system of Kansas City. It's not like guys who've been around the team for a really long time in terms of their receiving core. But why do they play the other receivers? They have Sky Moore, Justin Ross, who was the star at Clemson who got hurt but looks good now. They have Richie James, who's kind of a role man. Rashi Rice, the rookie, looked great. Yeah, but everyone's, like, young. Or Justin if they're not Watson. young, they're young in the Chiefs system. Justin Watson's been there a few years ago, went to Penn, for what that's worth. I, I think that they had other targets. He hit 13 guys in the game. There's plenty of guys to throw to. Uh, I mean, obviously, Kelsey is the one significant difference maker, but I would start getting, I would bench Tony. I would, in fact, I said that after the drop that led to the pick six, I thought to myself, like, Reed cannot put him out there again. He is just shot for the day. That happens, Maggie. You know, players lose their confidence. Man, and to go to him in key situations in the fourth quarter, that's our read. Just brutal. Brutal from Tony. Brutal from Reed. I mean, tough one for the Chiefs. Want to hear what you think? 855-212-4CBS. Meanwhile, Dan Campbell, after the game in the Lions locker room, here's what it sounded like. Let me ask you this. Did we expect to win that because we built that f***ing way and everything we talked about was how it went down we had to be patient man offense we go all the way down and score defense we need a takeaway we come out at halftime we get a huge takeaway yeah, baby. told you guys we're built for this we can overcome anything as long as you guys just hang with it we got a ton to clean up when we get back but until then enjoy this oh yeah your future coach of the year, Dan Campbell, with the big-time victory speech and a lip just full of dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this guy's going to be chewing pounds of that stuff this mm-hmm. entire season. Keyword, patience. They're going to be like a more of a run defense team, which is pretty good. I mean, that in that division, too, the NFC North, it's going to be that's going to work. A little shocking, though, considering they were one of the best offenses last yeah. year like high flying lots of scoring you know that was what that's really where the confidence and all this hype around the lions came from was about the offense yeah can you think of one time golf sort of just let a ball fly down the field i mean nice throw to what was it josh reynolds no i know but like a like oh, oh, like a bomb no and this is against kansas city i know I mean, listen, Steve Magnolo can do many things he cannot stop the long pass and they just didn't care can jared goff throw the ball deep Oh, yeah. To begin with? Goff's got a big arm, I think. <laughs> Have we ever seen evidence of this? Jared Goff? I, no, he must. I, yeah. I feel like even with the Rams, there's a lot of like short to medium passes with a lot of run after catches and smart play calling. And remember like the, uh, I don't remember him like, throwing like deep bombs, though. The 54-51 game, I think he threw over the top like five times. I mean, everybody, any NFL quarterback can throw a bomb. Everybody can throw a long. Anyway, Jared Goff. Pretty good, Maggie. He's not a bad foot quarterback. Let's waste no time. Quickly, let's go to our pal Jay's in Alabama up first here on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jay? What's going on, y'all? I, I, I totally forgot the game was even on last night. What? I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. I've been stuck on college this whole week. I'm gotcha. waiting on Colorado on Saturday. But there we go. I woke up this I woke up this morning, and I swear to God, all over TikTok, all over Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it now, all I see is NFL's rig, NFL's rig. And it's like, wait a minute, can we get out of week one? That's, that's like playoff talk right there. We barely, that's game one. Week one, can we get out of week one 
without all the tinfoil hat talk. But I mean, you gotta look at it. It's Wait, like, hold look. on. What was rigged about last night that they that they finally called the false start on the uh, right no, on the right no, tackle? No. Well, no, what they were saying, okay, what it was fourth and twenty, went for it. He had three timeouts left. Yeah. Um. Yeah, three timeouts left. They they were only down by one. I think it was uh Kansas City, uh minus four and a half. And I guess I mean these are these are like gamblers talking. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The fact yeah, that Andy Reid decided to go for it on fourth and twenty, they get blown a whistle for the false start. Fourth and twenty five, he's like, go for it again. It's like, wow. I mean, how afraid yeah, are you? Are. I guess like how afraid are you of your own defense that you don't feel like you can put them yeah. back out on the field when you have three timeouts and the two minute warning? That was crazy. Yeah, and how about the Three fourth and twos you didn't go for it too, by <laughs> no, the way. It made no sense. Andy Reid has the I love him. There is no idea what's happening. Last Did he have three like low blood sugar or something at the end of the game? I I don't know. I mean, I think when he wins a tight game in the last two minutes, it's often very lucky. Because Get that he, guy a kind he, bar or he's something. He's not a great clock management guy. Hey, you, you sound like that commercial, like you, you don't think right when you're hungry. You yeah, right. Him Get him a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, honestly, Jay, great call. Good to talk to you. We just made Andy Reid a million dollars if he'd want to do that. <laughs> he could really cash in. 855-2124-CBS. We see you guys on the phones. Keep it coming. Want to get your thoughts on Kansas City. Also coming up, we mentioned that big show bet. Finally going to get paid off. Also, let's not deny the biggest game of the weekend, Perloff. Colorado Buffaloes Mm. hosting Nebraska. We'll get deep into that as well. Don't move. It's Maggie and Perloff on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, you can stream the NFL on Westwood One for free, sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. 
So I put everything on Andy Reid last night. I don't care if Chris Jones is in the stands or the Seahawks hat, which was weird. I don't <laughs> care if Travis Kelsey couldn't push off in the pool and decided not to show up, which was, as you pointed out, probably the smart move. Andy Reid still could have won this game. Give us a call, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let us know. Are we not praising the Lions enough? Mm. That might be an angle. Uh, let's go to Anthony. He's in Portland. Hey, Anthony, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, I think it's absolutely on the Chiefs. I mean, they only got the ball to Jarek McKinnon, what, they tried maybe twice. He only had one catch for 10 yards. At the end of the year last year, that was like their go-to guy. And he had a I drop. Think they used... Everyone had yeah. drops. Yeah, he did. But still, it just didn't seem like they were utilizing their guys. He's got to trust Sky Moore and some of these young guys. Uh, it just didn't seem like he was going to some of those key guys or new key guys. Yeah, but I, I think the problem is, Anthony, and thank you for the call, I think he was trying to go to the key guys, and the key guys were letting him down in huge spots. And listen, there were a couple throws by Mahomes. Sure, we can nitpick, but I cannot put this loss on Patrick Mahomes. Oh, definitely not. De- I mean, he extended so many plays. I mean, his left tackle was lined up at fullback, which was very interesting, <laughs> which helped him a little bit. Yeah. A lot of pressure that he ran around a lot of the pressure. I don't know if these were all drops, by the way, because a lot of them, like Mahomes would run around and then hit the guy in the knee because he was being pressured by... So a lot of it... It's it's weird to see Mahomes put him in the dirt. Like, that's not usually... Of all the things that happens, that's not usually one of them. But he was often on the run. I mean, to me, maybe the receivers weren't open, but the whole thing just looked ugly for the Chiefs. Yeah, Like, they just were creating magic by Mahomes. By the way, I know we'll get into a lot of other things, but Chris Collinsworth before the game saying America will finally get to see what Patrick Mahomes can do. Did you hear that line? <laughs> I didn't hear oh, that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Stu, did you hear that? I did. Yeah. And Mike, like, what the heck? So you know, I think he meant like, without Kelsey, right? He might have meant that, but he never actually said that. And everybody's like, Listen, it's week wait, one wait. for everybody, guys. Jeez, it's a tough crowd. <laughs> the Chiefs are going to use this uh, when they win the Super Bowl. You know, all the doubters. <laughs> yeah, I know this upstart guy, Patrick Mahomes. Ever heard of him? <laughs> um, that's really funny. I thought one of the weird things that happened from the broadcast side was at the end of the game, yeah. Mike Tirico said, like, good win for the Lions, but it comes with an asterisk right, because that- there's no Kelsey and no Chris Jones. I'm like... Do we say that when there's other games where key guys are injured? Well, yes. That's not the quarterback? We should pull that clip because Tariko did add more context after that. He went on to really sing the praises of the Lions. No, I know. He was and sort I think of saying he, he might ask yeah. I mean, first of all, the, the low point of the whole broadcast was miking up Aiden Hutchinson's parents during the game. That Nothing could be lower Wait, than that. That okay. was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Hold on. <laughs> Stu, you're laughing too. I don't understand why people were so offended by this. Because, who, who like, cares? It was so stupid. They went back to it four times. <laughs> and, like, he's like, yeah, go get him, Aid, or go get him, Hutch. I'm like, that's what you're miking up for this game? Why did you give me a linebacker who could talk about a blown assignment or something? This was, the, I don't want to cheer. Talk about also, a blown assignment? The, what are the, you talking the about? The mother didn't say anything. She's just like, she's like, wait, what just happened? That was her line on every I, single play. I, it didn't really seem like she knew what was going on, but she's obviously probably watched more football than anyone in the stands between her husband and her kid. But I, I didn't understand. Like, there were a lot of people that seemed like deeply offended by, not offended, but um, just like, they how, it was how could NBC do this? It's like, guys, it's TV. Right, I know. <laughs> we but... try stuff all the time in TV. We remember how many times at the Super Bowl they put the camera on Kurt Warner's wife. I mean, yeah, that like... was cool. This was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why? Because they mic'd up the parents. I don't yeah, know. but 
Then they didn't. They really. They should have mic'd up somebody else too. It just felt like a Aiden Hutchinson cheering session. It, it, I don't know. I was with everybody else. I'm like, why are they doing this? It's not working. It's like throwing the Kadarius Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed like the parents, like they had to basically find him on a camera that was a telescope. I'm like, where are they sitting? Yeah. They seem very far from the field. This is going to come off as totally shallow, and it's not meant to be like Uh-oh. like. No, no, I just thought, I was like, that's Aiden Hutchinson's fan, mom? But... She looks like she's 29 years old. Like, did you, the first glimpse of Aiden Hutchinson's mom, she does not look old enough to be the mom. I know. I Actually, I don't know. Yeah, so whatever. It's a compliment to her. She looks very, very young. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, two major things happened during the game beyond just the game. Number one, I don't know if this happened to anyone else, but YouTube TV charged me in the middle of the game mm. for oh. for uh, r- Sunday ticket or whatever. I was like, that's kind of brilliant. You're charging me right in the second quarter of this game because I have no time to think about how much money I'm spending on this. Let's just keep watching. And what are you going to say? You're on your football high, so yeah, you're and, happy. And also, yeah, like I, I know I'm paying. They've got me over a barrel. But anyway, you already agreed to it, right? I you did. It was just like, you know, when the charge comes through, I agreed to it, and it said in the fine print, but we're not going to charge you until September 7th. Oh, I've already been charged. I didn't get a charge. Yeah, it was a $500 charge last night. Came what? through. Oh, you I just up paid late. in the in the lump. I, so, I signed up late. Okay, so he, yeah, yeah. That first of all, you have no TV problems. I don't even want to hear about it. At least you get ESPN. I know, so I'm sorry. I know. Get you're out blocked of here. Out with That's the problem. The other event. I, what's the other event? The other event, and this is random because we usually don't see this outside of one very famous moment with Alex Rodriguez and the Yankees. But someone signed a major contract last night. I'm not aware of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you're not. Joe Burrow. <laughs> gets announced that he is now the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. And you guys, none of the numbers matter except for one. $55 million a year annually. That is more than Justin Herbert, which means Perloff is the big loser of the Maggie and Perloff show bet. He's got to eat a bowl of Skyline chili with no hands. <laughs> I'm looking, but it, I... I I need my lawyer here. I need to look no. at the fine print. So <laughs> it's an extension, right? So yeah. if you average out what he's making next year, what is it per year? Well, if you did that with Justin Herbert, it would be much lower with Herbert, <laughs> too. We can play this game all around. You're not wiggling out of this one. Was Herbert? Do you know how these contracts are, Maggie? There's so much fine print. It's going to take us a week to sift through this. Who knows what's in there? Yeah. There, take- could, there may be a free car in there. I don't even know what <laughs> Herbert got. You know what? Take as much time as you need. Just knowing that this is going to come at some point is all the smiles that I need. I honestly, I I am not ready to concede this bet. Oh, you're conceding. I'm not ready to concede this bet. Not until I actually see the contract in my hands, <laughs> get to study it. And Joe Burrow's giving you $10,000. No, um, Wait. five years, $275 million extension. Oh, that's funny money. It includes $219.01 million guaranteed. Why the extra 10 grand there? In this yeah, game? everyone's yeah. been wondering about that. Yeah. So... By the way, and I, I was saying today that Justin Herbert's 218.75. So Burrow definitely came in there and said, I better get more guaranteed money than Herbert. Is there any doubt about that? No, of course he did, which is what I always predicted was going to happen. So, I knew him, he was going to ask for more because everyone asks for more. They gave him $45,000 more. Than- <laughs> <laughs> and boom, I am so not eating the, team- the Skyline Chili. Thank the Lord. So all the team had to do is, like, they didn't. he didn't ask for anything else besides just give me $45,000 more than Justin Herbert guaranteed. So I think there was, some, there was some chirps on social media that he asked for a lot of injury guarantees. No kidding. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. 
Uh, it's curious that neither of those guys got to Deshaun Watson, who's 230. Nope. But no, what's the difference? I it mean, doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean, this money is abstract. I mean, uh, to me, it's like $200 million is crazy. Yeah. But Monopoly he did, money. He did not do what Patrick Mahomes did, which I thought he might do, is do a 10-year deal so they could spread out the salary cap and re-sign T. Higgins. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to re-sign T. Higgins, maybe, because they have to pay Higgins, Jamar Chase, the wide receiver in Cincinnati, and now Burrow. I I don't know how it works, but they can't possibly. If he, T. Higgins wants $33, $34 million a year, how are they going to do that? Then they're probably going to say goodbye to T. Higgins because they're going to say they want to keep everybody. But if he really wants $34 did million he, a year, it's outright. Well, did he say last year I want over 30 or something? I mean, 30 is kind of the top end of what guys are getting paid. Well, I think it's, and he's it's, not even their wide receiver one. I think he wants to become the highest paid wide receiver. I don't know. I don't understand any of this money anymore. So, yeah, congrats to Joe Burrow. Congrats to you. But that is conditional until I get a hold of this contract yeah, sure. <laughs> and we get to go over it. Just, you know how they are. I got to see the guarantees. There's a lot of things here. Uh, Before I dip my face into a bowl of chili, <laughs> I want to make sure that Joe Burrow is really getting this money, Maggie. Uh, Samter, you got one of your daughter's bibs that you can bring in? Maybe we can uh, get a poncho here for our friend. I mean, I have a, a few like old crappy ponchos from like old football games, but a Hello Kitty bib, there's nothing better. <laughs> I need a couple. You know, has, has a little a, pocket, you know, so when you drop the food into it, it just know. lands. Right. You know the, all about the the bib innovation, yeah. And all that disgusting crap that falls from your kid's mouth now just gets collected in this one place. It's all gross. Uh, so, Pearl, would you like a bib? Would you like um, poncho? Would you like uh, I don't know, like one of those lobster bibs that so, you get? I, mean, I actually, still have that plastic that we use for the uh, barbecue, oh, the barbecue challenge. sauce. Yeah, yeah. Kind so, of like American Psycho style. Probably put some of that down, too. I've never had Skyline Chili. Now, I understand it's very liquidy. It's like a little bit like soup. Have you ever had it? Nope. And I'm I think, not <laughs> eating it this time. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> I might never good. eat it ever. How <laughs> am I going to get the soup-like substance with no hands and no spoon? That sounds like a you problem. <laughs> that laugh. Forgive me. I know. I just can't <laughs> wait. I can see it in my mind. Let's go to Chad. He's in Indianapolis, wants to talk about the Chiefs and their struggles. Hi, Chad. Hey, how are you? Excellent. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I think uh, I was like Kadarius Tony. It's like you see Justin Ross who's been um, available for all of training camp mm-hmm. and done well in preseason. Yep. And he fits the mold of an outside wideout. He plays true wide receiver. He's a hands catcher. And Tony is far from his hands catcher, of being a hands catcher, throughout his career. Throughout his career, he's been a phone booth underneath, east-west, razzle-dazzle kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's kind of like practice should result in reps. And I think the Chiefs botched this one by giving Tony too many, too many reps, probably because he had the trust of Mahomes. And with Sky Moore, I'm getting uh, a Michael Hardman deja vu that Mahomes does not trust him uh, in critical situations. And uh, so that's my take on yeah, it. Yeah, Chad, it's a, that's a, played it's a good ball. breakdown. I mean, and, and you're echoing a lot of the things that, and thank you for the phone call, something that Perloff said. Kadoni should have, Kadoni, Kadarius Tony. I merged his first and last name, pardon me. I'm uh, on a high because Perloff's going to have to eat the Skyline Chili. Um, should have been benched. 
But I, I think yeah. they felt like they couldn't take a key, what should have been a key contributor off the field because of Kelsey's injury. I, I don't know why. They, he brings up a great point about Justin Ross. Justin One target. Ross is everybody's August superstar. Every year, Justin Ross looks great in camp. Justin Ross had one play that looked really good. I don't understand. Is it that hard to replace Kadarius Toney? Um, you have nine receivers on the roster. Yeah, there is something about there. There have been times when Tony can get like into the open space and stuff, and he is kind of yeah. Like I'm with Chad about the razzle dazzle. Definitely. How many t- catches does Kadarius Tony have last year? Nah, I saw him I mean, do it a little bit with the Giants as well. But, but if that's like what's maddening a... about him is like if he was if he, if you got that consistently, that's what would have made him a first round talent. But he's never healthy and he's not a consistent player. Well, even so, right? Like he didn't practice. So last year he played seven games, had fourteen catches for the Chiefs. He's clearly not an integral part of anything they do. I don't know why you're throwing these key plays to him, but maybe there's no one else. Maybe you know, listen, Sky Moore. Don't blame Sky Moore. They were not looking for Sky Moore at all. I, I did not understand it, and most fantasy players out there were with me <laughs> yeah. last night. I don't have Sky Moore, but I could feel the anger on social media. Throw the ball to Sky Moore. I know. Three targets, no catches, did have one carry for four yards. Uh, he was the, on the last play when it was fourth and 25. Yep. That was Sky Moore at the end of it, right, who got his hands on the ball, but it was an impossible catch. So uh, they did not look for him consistently. Go back to the drawing board. I just think if Travis Kelsey can't push off in a pool before the game, 10 days, he's going to be fine. I'm worried about this, Maggie. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Coming up, as we said, the biggest game of the weekend, not in the NFL. It's happening in Boulder, Colorado. So what's at stake now that the Deion Sanders and Colorado Buffalo hype train is completely out of the station? We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio or at Maggie and Pearl using the hashtag AskThePros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Maggie, we're 44 minutes in the show, and we have not mentioned a certain person's name yet. What's going on? Is everything okay? It's time to get to the Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. you believe in that? It's time for your Daily Dion. Your daily dose of Dion Sanders as the Colorado Buffaloes have become the biggest story in sports. We bring you the Daily Dion. This is from the Colorado Football Coaches Show, Perloff. This was Dion Sanders who had a message to TCU running back Trey Sanders when he was hurt briefly during last week's game against TCU. I went out there and I said, son, now you know if you don't get up, they ain't got a chance. <laughs> so I want you to get your butt up and get back in this game and be dominant like you've been. I mean, that, that's so what I So you were coaching the other yeah, team's player. I, I want the kid I want the kid to be dominant because his last name Sanders, first of all. Ralco, yeah, and, he was, yeah. and he was the number two on offense. And that's what the conversation was. I mean, sure. Okay. 
<laughs> it, yeah. it was, I guess, nice that the opposing coach goes out to check on a player. Wait, do you think he really said that, I by the way? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And by the way, even... I'm not here to comment on the veracity yeah. or, like, you know, the truthfulness of any of these Dion quotes. I would just assume in the heat of the moment, too, that Dion might not even remember exactly what he said to him. <laughs> he might have thought he was saying that message, but who knows? Anyway. So this, to me, has become a bit of a must-win for Colorado. And not a bit. A must-win for Colorado. You can't have Nebraska come in after you have all this positivity you go down to Fort Worth, you beat TCU when you were a 20-point underdog, you prove whoever the doubters and the naysayers are, they're now wrong. You've got everyone on your bandwagon, you're the most exciting story in sports, and you can't have a letdown here, Perloff, against Nebraska. It would really deflate the story and the hopes yeah. and dreams of the Colorado Buffaloes if you lay an egg against Nebraska. Can't happen, like... This is a must win. I know that sounds crazy, but it is for Dion. Just to clarify a couple things here. Yeah. So if you were a doubter that Colorado could have a winning season, the fact that they went one and zero means you were already wrong. Uh. Well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes that's how it works. Yeah. Because this whole thing is lunacy. Yep. This has got to stop. This is not a must win game. It's week two. He has a brand new team. Nebraska has a new coach, but at least the team's been there before. They were under, they were touchdown underdogs before this, before last week's win. I, I don't think people are being realistic here. They're raising expectations so fast. It's still a new team. Listen, they could not stop the run at all against TCU. That might be a problem. Nebraska loves to run. Fortunately for, for Colorado, they're awful at it, as they are everything offensive. Yeah. <laughs> Their quarterback <laughs> is just terrible. So they still have a good chance. But Nebraska could find a way. Who knows? A million things could happen in this game. It could be fluky, low scoring. They obviously must have learned something from the TCU game. Don't throw it anywhere near Travis Hunter. Uh, and double-team Travis Hunter <laughs> yeah, all when time. he's playing wide receiver. See, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah. I've raised the expectations on Colorado because they have raised the expectations. I guess that was always the standard, but they're living up to it. They have... Now, Shador, who I didn't realize Shador Sanders was going to be a first-round draft pick, maybe a top-ten quarterback in the in the NFL draft. And Travis Hunter is not draft-eligible this year, but he could be a top-five pick. Like, they have wait, some, wait, what do you mean you didn't realize? I didn't know that Shador Sanders, like, he still had to prove it on the FBS level, right? So wait, wait, the draft already happened? I missed it? He's already a top-ten pick? You don't think that now he's going to be thought of as a first-round pick if he keeps playing. He might not put up 500 yards of offense. You said top 10. Okay, but he's now in the conversation. 100% he's in the conversation. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm just saying he has not been... You said I didn't know that he was going to be a top 10 pick. I he's, didn't know. He's not going to be a top... I mean, who knows? There's, that's what I'm saying. It's one game, Maggie. Okay. You have no idea. And that's gonna... why it's so important that they follow it up with another <laughs> great game. This logic doesn't, doesn't make any sense. It, we have no idea <laughs> where Shador Sanders is going to get drafted necessarily. He could go up to number one overall. He could fall to the third round, fourth round, fifth round. It's one game. I know, but that's why you got to show it's some that there's some consistency here. And it might not look like 510 yards and a shootout like it was with Tennessee where no one could stop each other. And whoever got the ball last was probably going to win that game. Nebraska is going to be different, but you have to show that there is some consistency, which is why, why are we all tuning into this game on Saturday? Why is this going to be the highest rated game of the weekend? Maybe not the NFL, but for college football. Well, yeah, I mean, Texas Alabama. Texas Alabama is going to be big too. But this is going to be number two, if not number one. We're all tuning in to see what? 
Can they do it again? Can Colorado win again? If they lose, it takes so much air out of the story. But it was just seven days ago. None of these expectations existed. Why are we going to rush to make all these declarations? Why is it all this whole process is sped up to this crazy speed right now? It's like the flash. It's unbelievable how fast we're doing. Deion Sanders, who's the coach. (laughs) But isn't that that unfair to Deion in Colorado to make it must win? No, they're the ones who want the expectations. I'm not putting them on it. it. They are. So if they lose is it why is it a big deal if they lose who cares they're not going to win the national they're not going undefeated in winning why. the national title here's why first of all i think that it does take some of the air out of the story like you i understand that you could say already it's been a success because they you know upset tcu whatever i think you have to show a little bit more like the follow up to the big win is always important. Think about the NCAA tournament yeah. when you get one of these big upsets, right? Yeah. Where, you know, Lehigh upsets Duke and then everyone wants to see, well, what do they do in the next right. game? But if they lose, it doesn't matter. Well, like, Fairleigh Dickinson beat Purdue this year. Nobody cared that they lost in the second round. I think that it does matter, though, because Fairleigh Dickinson didn't have two guys who could be first round picks so at premium position. Is every single week going to be this gigantic consensus on Colorado? Every single game, I assume they play 12, 13 games. Are we going to have 12, 13, or 12 or 13? Do or die, make or break, gigantic games? No, Colorado State's not going to be do or die, make or break. But imagine uh, if they're not? undefeated. Well, what's the difference? Imagine what's the difference if, between Colorado State and Nebraska? Well, because at least Nebraska is a Big Ten team. Like, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Barely, but yes. The other thing, too, is how cool would it be, and everyone should be rooting for this, how cool would it be if Colorado's undefeated going to that game against Oregon? That's wow. cool. Everyone that, except Nebraska and Colorado State fans. Okay, well, I'm with, uh, a, with uh, apologies to the Huskers and the Colorado State Rams. Buffs? Something? No, no, that's it. Colorado, the Colorado State, yeah, they have the Rams on the helmet. Right. With apologies to those two fan bases, I think everybody wants to see undefeated Oregon and Colorado playing each other in three weeks. But even an undefeated, okay, that will be so overhyped because Colorado will have beaten TCU, which was impressive, but beating Nebraska and Colorado State will not be impressive. So it's not like you're seeing... Does that mean that we're going to say, oh, undefeated powerhouses go against each other? They're 3-0. and <laughs> Even those expectations will be way out of whack. People, this is actually... I, I, Who Who's being hurt here, though, by the high expectations? Like Dion, Colorado. But Dion's doing this himself, so obviously they he doesn't Nebraska, get, think it's bad. They have a very reasonable loss to Nebraska, which I don't think is going to happen. They should probably win, but if they did, nobody should be like, oh, the sky is falling, Dion. Because if everyone said, oh, the experiment worked after one week, nobody should turn around and say this experiment didn't work after a loss in Nebraska, but people are going to do that, and it's a mistake. We just should be a little more patient here. I have no idea what you're talking about. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go to Nate, who's in Iowa. Nate, what's up? Hey, good afternoon again, guys. Hey, I had to jump in here on this TCU and Colorado game. Go ahead. I think everyone needs to pump the brakes just a little bit on the Colorado hype. It's awesome to see what Dion's doing down there. But TCU last year, everyone's history, if you know, everyone forgets they lost a number of. Starting quarterback last year in the NFL and Max Duggan lost Quentin Johnson last you know yep. last year to the draft again. Uh, Garrett Riley to to Clemson and then they also lost a number one draft or, sorry a corner also to the draft. They still they still were in that game the entire time. But I agree. I think that you better hope that Nebraska doesn't come out and you know that there's not a letdown. So I think everyone's on the Colorado bandwagon. They want them, They want to see Colorado do well. But Nebraska's sitting there thinking, wait a second, you know, to your point, it's going to be, you know, they can run the football. And yeah. last week, TCU was running the football fine against Colorado's small front seven. Nebraska's got a big 
Big Ten offensive line, they can run that football. Um, well, they, they could on, they could play spoiler, and I'm not like you know like they could play spoiler. Totally, Nebraska would have the formula. Nate, so good to talk to you. Thank you. But what I'm saying is. Dion is the one who's leaning into the high standard and the high expectations. So I don't, why can't I go along with it? Why can't I have expectations for the team? It's not me. Like I'm not the one setting the agenda here. Dion Sanders is setting the agenda and I'm buying in. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to be chastised for that. No, I just don't think you should. If they lose, I don't think it's the sky is falling by any means. No, the sky won't be falling, but it will. It could take a bit of the shine away. Like, man, yeah, did, was there course, a little bit but... of fool's gold from week one? And, and I don't think that's going to be the case, but that's what's on the line yeah, going I, into this game. I would just just give him 12 games here. It's his first year in Colorado. He just brought in a whole new roster. Why don't you judge him in December? And I know it will never happen that way. This I mean, I'll judge stuff. him in December, too. <laughs> I'll but, judge I mean, him now. I'm going to judge him in December. I'm going to judge him all I the mean, time. Uh, yeah, I mean, every, every week. But that's the thing. I, I don't want anyone to judge him negatively if they lose this game because that's ridiculous. No, I think that they would be harsh on themselves if they lose this game. Right, in a normal team way. Like, yeah, they'd be harsh on themselves. But they're three-point favorites. It should be, a based on the Vegas odds, it should be a close game. They lose it. You know what? This is a, a work in progress. And hey, let's see what they do the next week. That's how it should be. Coming up next, we're going to get the thoughts of a Super Bowl champion, former LSU, uh, All American, and All Pro. Andrew Whitworth is going to join us. Don't move. Maggie and Proloff, CBS Sports Radio. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.